Welcome back to the Heads in the Game podcast. I'm Charles Horn. Turner Thompson is here as always, and Chris Henderson is back. Long time absence, back in from the cold. Yeah. The Delhi, the Delhi Ali special showing up. <laughs> He's back. Chris, how you doing? Doing pretty well, man. Squares have resurfaced. I resurfaced. What can I say, man? Title, <laughs> title hopes. Title hopes open. No, top four. Top four. We're going for top four, man. Hey. Top four is open, definitely. We will talk all about Tottenham later because the North London Derby is here. We've got Arsenal represented, I mean, Arsenal represented by Turner, Spurs represented by Chris. We'll get to all of that. But first, uh, another absolutely insane week of European football. Uh, I know Chris was making fun of me that I just want to talk about Havertz scoring for, I guess I, he didn't technically get a goal. I think it was marked an own goal, but Havertz truly my Chelsea jersey with Havertz on the back no longer looks like the worst purchase of all time. I mean, it's still up there, but it's it not the worst. Technically, that wouldn't be Havertz's goal, correct? Yeah, yeah, it was. An, yeah, it's, <laughs> it was not a Havertz goal. Just clarifying, hey, you didn't even get his name on the board, but continue. continue. Okay, it's a good performance. I still got the hat trick against Barnsley, uh, <laughs> uh, but the game I know that was the talk of the football world this week was Tuesday's Juventus Porto game Turner when we were previewing this we were you know talking about Juventus's struggles but the game we were like really excited for was Dortmund Sevilla which was a really fun game I will say I was watching both uh with you know Holland's like craziness I think it had the most confusing goal sequence I've ever seen but I, I think I was live tweeting it and like thought Holland had scored a hat trick and then the whole thing was going crazy but Porto, Juventus, Juventus undoubtedly favorites and lose in just the most spectacular European fashion. So I know Turner turned it off after regular time like a loser, but Chris, you ended up watching this game. How are you feeling about it? Um, I think that's, you know, I, I'm not going to be on some that's what the Champions League, all, Champions League is all <laughs> about, but you love to see performances like that. Um, obviously, House of Highlights and BR football and everybody would like to have seen Ronaldo still in the mix. But, I mean, what a game. It's just kind of games like that that make you wish that, you know, opposing fans were able to see that um, and yeah. Porto fans. Because, um, I mean, what a victory. The free kick. I mean, absolute scenes. Absolute scenes. Screamer. And, of course, happens to slide through Ronaldo's legs. It's just like you can't really, can't really script that type of stuff. So, an amazing performance by the fact of the matter they were also at 10 men like yeah <laughs> for for the whole second half going into extra time i mean what a performance that's all i could really say and just as a spectator uh, and as a neutral watching that game that that was a that was a special champions league performance well you said that you were sort of reluctant to say that this is what the champions league is about but i mean to me it felt like the sort of everything that we associate with like greatness in the champions league it had the silly red card the second yellow for kicking the ball away you know a little less yeah. controversial than i know turner's robin van Persie ptsd but it had the late winner it had ronaldo jumping out of the way it had chiesa like going off it had like the controversy the slide tackles you know, a 38-year-old Pepe showing up with, like, an overhead clearance in the yeah. 120th minute. Really I all marked game. up. <laughs> I all marked up and stuff. It was it was, it was, was definitely a hell, of a hell of a game to watch. I was going to say my favorite part of it was after not having seen what had happened, um, going to Twitter and seeing someone tweet, 
how am I supposed to tell my children that Porto won, lost, <laughs> and tied this draw? <laughs> I saw course, I saw the exact same tweet, and it was like tell like uh, explaining to my girlfriend how yeah, Porto yeah, won, yeah. lost, and draw, and it was like the meme from like it's always sunny in Philadelphia, drawing like yeah, all the lines. Just, it, I mean, that's what's so incredible about aggregate is that you know Juventus won on the day three two, when aggregate it was four four. And then uh, away goals, and Juventus lost uh, the uh, eventually lost the entire tie. And of course, you can do the opposite for Porto. Um, but uh, yeah, just I mean, everything you love about football, um, and and uh, fun to talk about a Porto side doing well in Champions League without Mourinho involved. So, ah, uh, oh yeah, well, yeah. I mean, we've talked <laughs> all about that. I, I think I think Lindsay's got it now. I think I did a pretty good job of explaining the aggregate score, but who knows. Uh, but yeah, a truly amazing game. And then the next day uh, was the, you know, will they, won't they uh, Barca PSG comeback? And I got to say, they Barca left it all on the line. I mean, absolutely insane goal from Messi. The penalty somewhat controversial. I mean, the penalty that Messi missed uh, got, got was saved by Navas, who had a spectacular match. It was a little controversial. I know, like, the replay, maybe his leg was a little off the line, but the PSG penalty, oof, <laughs> oof, not not a great moment. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely a good game. Uh, again, tough that all I saw after was uh, Usman Dembele slander because uh, he did have at least three or four chances that not 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 clear cut, but but you'd hope at least he put one of them away. Um, and not that he deserves it. He, he, I think he's still a good player, but I think you know when you have the what hundred plus million dollar price tag, uh, people are always going to be coming for your head. Um, but a good, but a good game nonetheless. The Messi strike was, dare I say, Odegaard esque. But uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm going a little too far. Um, yeah, you should uh, you should relax a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we'll relax there. But I think you know we'll talk about let's you know let's talk about the Thursday because a couple good day, a couple good matches for both of you. I mean, I am a huge fan of the Europa League I think it is an amazing competition and would like to shout out uh, at least in the states CBS I mean, guess oh, Paramount Plus now sorry as a great whip around show that shows you all the goals as they come but you know Chris I'll start with you you know uh, tough like a you know a classic Europa League draw I think Dinamo Zagreb you know this sort of w- unknown quantity but uh, pretty convincing performance from Spurs led by Harry Kane. What were you thinking of that one? Um, it's nice to see my guy on the score, you know, on the score sheet doing what he does. Uh, I think there's no better goal scorer in the Prem this season. Maybe arguably in Europe, uh, he's on he's on a ridiculous run of form right now. And with the assist, you know, factored into it, the man's clearing balls off the line. Even saying, you know, Harry Kane's been having an unreal season, you know, since this since the season began. Um, so I'm just, you know, very excited to see him keep that strong, that strong form. He got a little bit of a knock on his knee. So they had a, a straight sub with Vinicius. So I'm hoping it's just a little bruise or something. And, you know, that'll be ready to go for the uh, North London Derby. But a really good uh, overall performance. And lately, you know, I've been loving it. Jose's really been putting out attacking sides. Um, he's been – hasn't been reluctant to defend as much. And obviously <laughs> – given the team we're playing, you know, we should be attacking the absolute life out of them. Um, but, you know, to give Jose some credit of the last three to four matches uh, with Prim and Europa League combined, it's definitely seen more of an attacking side. So I'm really liking what, what I'm seeing out of the team right now. Mm. 
Defense, and, defense is still shaky. Defense is yeah. still shaky, but Sanchez has been playing a little bit better. Um, but that's kind of the the only question mark I think we have on the team because I don't even think Jose has his back four set yet. I mean, it's swapping guys, dipping in and out of form, you know, all the above. So that that's the only kind of question mark I really have right now. Chris, did do you happen to watch the Gary Neville, uh, Jamie? I mean, not Gary Neville, the Roy Keane. Uh, Jamie Redknapp argument about Spurs about the this? average players yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I did I did check in I did uh did check in on that I mean I don't know all I'm gonna say is that I think if you wanted to Gareth Bale's not world-class but Son Kane I mean you'll get the way Hoiberg's been playing Roy Keane's off his crocker for that. that okay. Was, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, that. please, that please feel free. Like talking about how, yeah, and then like, and then Radnap was like, "You're really," he was like, "Regulon average," because when you think of average, you think of like a Newcastle side where just like Literally. every single player is just kind of like, eh. But like, come on, they're gonna drop thirty million on half their bench. Uh, most of the teams have, or most of these players have to be. Not well, they're not performing incredibly, but like you're just not giving him the I don't, just Roy, Roy yeah. King just looking for like a, a stupid, player. yeah. He yeah, is, I yeah, gotta exactly. agree with you. <laughs> I gotta agree with you. The Region thing made absolutely zero sense because I think, as the host correctly pointed out, there's a buyback clause, first of all. He like wow. he wasn't getting like a lot of game time at left back, uh, for Real, you know, this season. It's a good deal for them, and it's you cannot make at all the argument that this guy's saying like some average player, like clearly has oh. made a big impact on the defensive line. Uh, and you just have to ask uh, Danny Rose about uh, how that's going. R.I.P. R.I.P. to Danny Rose one time, dude. Where <laughs> is that man? Where is that man? Charles continue. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll get back to Spurs in a little bit, but you know, uh, Turner, you know, the Olympiacos demons, uh, exorcised mm. at least in the first leg. Um, I know you talked about it earlier. What an absolute crazy goal by Odegaard! But like all three goals were pretty like insane. The Gabriel, saw, goal. yeah, was the yeah. Gabriel goal was incredible. But you know, watching that game, impressed by your Gunners' performance. You know, a little optimistic for a deep run in the competition. We should have had like two or three in the beginning, but didn't put them away. And then um, I don't know. I mean, to be quite honest, uh, we gave. Olympiacos like three perfect chances to score. One of them they did, but Turner, let me let me ask you. Let me ask you something real quick. Here you go. El Robbie's over the ball. He equalizes. I know the heart of yours dropped in your chest for about 20 seconds, bro. Cause I was like, oh, this is scenes of El Robbie equalizes. <laughs> I, that's literally like my best case scenario. I was waiting for it. And Ceballos again. I mean, I mean, you people blaming Leno, and I agree, Leno should technically clear it, but like, it also Ceballos just Ceballos tries to dribble like like it's not like he like so, like the dude inter- intercepts Ceballos' pass. Ceballos had the chance to just kick that shit anywhere, right? Like technically, I don't know. Like not a great ball from pass. Him. Very similar to what happened with Jaka uh, against Burnley. Which is scary because that probably will happen again against Spurs. Like that's definitely our biggest weakness. It's just like a mental error playing out the back. But um, but yeah, Chris, that was that was that was definitely ridiculous. But luckily, the Gabriel uh, header was just on. I mean, the he if you watch the the ball's crossed and he's at the top of the box. The dude runs all the way to like the smaller box and gets a huge leap on it. 
and the El Nene goal was just kind of banter to wrap things up. So, uh, I mean, I'll, three away goals. I think. I mean, if we put, if we, I mean, you know, if we, if we don't go through the next round, we are officially, uh, yeah. I mean, banter FC, like we always. Do. <laughs> not, not that we are uh, still, but um, that El Nini, that El Nini goal was pretty ridiculous, man. You guys had some some screamers. Yeah, it was uh, three three crazy goals, um, and the Odegaard one was good just to get him off the mark because um, I know he hasn't recorded a technically an assist or a goal yet for the club so um and he's been playing well so i don't know i'm not expecting anything crazy on sunday but it's uh it's momentum to say the least uh i mean you know two uh possible banter club fcs uh Earls, going just in. real quickly i yeah. had one more one more question for turner turner arsenal <laughs> right now i mean like we're not going to get into the north london derby but arsenal right now man like you're sitting 10th at the table, I believe, right? Uh, what, what's the what's the feeling for you guys right now, I guess, kind of going in, going into this shit? Dude, where's Arsenal sitting at right now? What's the should mind we, of an Arsenal we get into fan? North London Derby, Chaz, or do you want to talk about Milan? Oh, Man, no, yeah. we're getting – Okay. Uh, Just with Ama Diallo, that was pretty sick, I will say. That, that was, was, that was ridiculous. And Chris, the fucking – I don't know what yeah. he was, I don't know the what one I don't, The one one over the eye, one over the ear, bro. Yeah. One over the eye, one over the ear. so hard. I, 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 I hate Man U, but I, that was kind of fun. I was, I was clean, bro. I was clean. He was looking cold. Um, yeah. But transitioning to that, if, if we may, because uh, I feel Please. like that's the natural uh, progression. Yeah, Chris. I mean, I don't know. I was. I've been telling Chaz. I don't know if you listened to the one we did on Monday, but uh, if we had lost to to um, Jesus uh, to Benfica, the fact like I, I don't understand how anyone could have could be Arteta in at all. I mean, tenth place and out of the Europa League in the round of thirty two to a fourth place Portuguese side. I just uh, like there's no there's no caveat. We're also out of FA Cup. Uh, like any any other competition, it, the season would have been over. Um, and not that our season is necessarily still. I mean, like now, really, like I I think we have to get to the final really for me to be super excited for next season. Even the semis, I think maybe you'd let Arteta keep his job, but um, I just don't really understand how you could. I you know it, it is a process, the whole thing. But tenth place is ridiculous, and I don't see us really getting anything higher than eighth. Um, and not that Spurs are too far above. Let's acknowledge what you guys seventh or eighth. Like you're acting as if you're coming at me. Hey, I just asked a question, man. I just <laughs> yeah, asked a question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll throw it back at you in a little bit. That's all I'll say. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 just kind of focusing on the Europa League. Uh, so uh, and and this is a big on Sunday. The only reason, like the only reason I care about it is because of who we're playing. Um, because the Premier League is, I think, it's is finished for most Arsenal fans. So I don't know. I'm I'm not. I, I just it's just weird how us Arsenal fans like I've given Arteta time for some reason and I and I, I don't know if I'd like really be calling for his head um, if we reach like the semis um, of the competition but um, it just like it's just not it's not enough and the FA Cup really bought him a lot of time I think I think that, that that's still you know because we can still mm. say he's won a he's won a trophy but if he hadn't done that I don't know how much time he'd be given um, but I mean. Just going into this conversation, going into North London Derby, I'll throw the same at you. I mean, Mourinho, geez, I mean, it just feels like if Mourinho doesn't win the League Cup this season and you guys maybe get Europa League, I mean, that cannot be Spurs' standard at this at this time to not even not win a cup, right? Um, and and not even finish in championship, Champions League places. Uh, I just feel like Levy's invested way too much for that to be 
um, accepted. Not the, and, and just Mourinho doesn't seem like the dude for a process. No offense. He just doesn't feel like a dude who I would envision being someone you'd have for four or five years. Right. Um, he's, he's at least for Spurs, he's always felt like you guys just need to get over this trophy hump. And then, uh, and then, then the next stage is, is developing a title winning team. That's how I've, I've read it. Okay, Turner, <clears throat> to answer that question in the beginning. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, question is an interesting word for that statement. Sorry, <laughs> it was more of a comment, but, but responding. <laughs> in responding to the comment, I think the title hopes are definitely a little out of reach. Um, <laughs> I do agree with you that uh, definitely Levy's put a little bit of an investment uh, into the team this season, and we would have liked to see a little bit more. But one thing – that we can't count out is that Spurs can still finish top four. Um, we've been on a nice little run of form currently. And, you know, Turner, with this Arsenal game, bruh, I'm looking to smash Arsenal, bro. If we smash Arsenal, I don't know. I think with the run of form that we've been on, that could be kind of the, the cementing final deal that really gets them over the hump, gets over that, gets the team over that mental block that has been Spurs, I guess, forever. Um, I think we're in a really promising spot currently. And, you know, we've talked about my bet on here, right? I was down a lot with uh, this Liverpool Spurs, you know, who's going to finish on top of the who that's looking good. Spurs back on top of Liverpool. That money's looking good for me. We got top four still alive. We got a cup final. We could hopefully we keep getting these easy Europa League draws, man. I don't know, Turner. I, I think we're in a nice little spot. I do agree. Um, that Jose definitely has a little bit more that he can do. But one thing I think that we all have to take into account is the fact that we gave that man a pretty big contract. <laughs> so if you just fire him and send him on his way, that's, you know, that, that's a ridiculous waste of money. And I don't think a waste of money that Levy's really going to take. So I think we'll see mm. Jose finish out his deal um, kind of regardless of what happens, just off, off of the money thing. But, you know, obviously if they, if they get around – you know, Arsenal territory, then, then we could talk about a, a coaching switch. Yeah. Yeah. So Chris, I want to talk, ask you about a couple of things about Mourinho, because I think a few, like a month ago, maybe the narrative when Turner and I were recording our little like history of Mourinho and Guardiola was can Mourinho, like is Mourinho making the best out of the talent that he has? Because this, you know, mm-hmm. Deli Ali was sort of frozen out. Gareth Bale wasn't playing the you know the lightning hot start from Sun and Kane had sort of you know a little petered out but like they were still going strong but now you know with Gareth Bale playing his best football in years you know definitely you know and in the first time being able to get consistent game time and being able to actually contribute Deli Ali coming off the bench and getting more that left foot that contribute looking dangerous Are you more optimistic about Mourinho than you were a few months ago? Because I know you, for one, have been very frustrated with the style of play. And mm-hmm. you talked about it earlier that the attacking play is, you know, great for you. But, yeah, are you more optimistic about him finishing out his tenure, win- winning a League Cup, or being able to challenge in the coming years? I think for Jose to challenge, the man really needs anything but clowns at the back. Charles, our defense this <laughs> year has been shambolic man shambolic and part of that i do think is jose's fault for setting this up it's tottenham have never had the strongest defense in the world we've always been under poch a very very strong attacking side just you know lethal gung-ho blazing uh so kind of setting us up 
and having putting that pressure on Eric Dyer and Sanchez and all these men, Joe Roden and all those fools to like defend for a full 90 minutes, I think was definitely a little bit of a joke. Um, as we've gone more attacking, I think you've seen the team kind of respond. You know, guys are seeming to have more fun. Everybody's getting in on the action. Charles, if he got some defenders, I mean, imagine if he had a Van Dyke or a Varon or somebody of that caliber who could just actually defend and clean stuff up with Hoiberg sitting in front, man. Like, come on. that That's scary. That is a scary side right now. So, I mean, I mean, you look at how Ndombele's been playing too, his advancement and progression under Jose. You know, I, I mean, it's still a little early to see how he's really been advancing and progressing these players, but, you know, Looking at Gareth Bale and Indombele, you could only have hope. Mm. And also, you've kind of been bringing in, you know, seeing a few younger players getting in on the action as well. Obviously, we saw a beat with Pochettino as well. But, you know, I'm excited with what he's doing. He seems to have a real – I mean, you always knew that he was going to bring a buzz with him because he's Jose Mourinho. But right now, it's looking pretty positive as a result of everybody buying in. But, you know, once people cash out, then that's when stuff turns to shit. Mm. And, you know, first of all, I'd like to say, I think all of our teams would be improved by a Van Dyke or Veron. Uh, well, yeah. Know, <laughs> things up. But, no, but I do, I, I do see what you're saying, you know, like Eric Dyer playing out of position at center back. You know, Eric Dyer is such a, such a weird, such a weird player. I, I think like the scene from the Amazon documentary where he's just like speaking per Portuguese with Mourinho yeah, might be one yeah, of my man. favorite, favorite little <laughs> moments, you know, kid that grew up in Portugal. Uh, but Turner, you know, Chris just talked a lot about, you know, the defensive inconsistency and you know, sort of the style of play being important. And, you know, for going into this game, Arsenal this year have had like a very strange tactical approach at some points of the season. I know the point, the part of the season where it was just like cross the ball as much as possible and hopefully create thing has, you know, been replaced a little bit by more progressive build up play, you know, Odegaard being able to be involved more. You know, party being back is a big, uh, you know, big get for you guys. So, you know, what is the approach that you're hoping Arteta can take this weekend against uh, Spurs? And I know we'll get we'll get into a combined eleven uh, after the next couple of questions. But you know, what are you hoping for to see in his lineup this weekend? Yeah, I don't know. I think it'll be. I honestly don't know what to expect. I'm expecting a low block from Spurs. Um, man, stress. That man, stress, Charles. <laughs> well, well, let's let's remember what your two goals were against us. That that saw you get right. It were there were two counter attacks. Uh, Son uh, with the a worldy screamer. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm, not, well, I'm not taking it away from the beauty of the goals. I'm just saying it wasn't uh, you keeping us in our six yard box and us just it was a it was a counter attack. No, I hear you. I hear you. And the second one was party limping off the field. Arteta pushing him on as Kane uh, got the you know son again broke. Kane took a, that incredible shot with his left foot and hit the bar. Great goals, great goals, um, and you guys deserve the win uh, at, at Tottenham Stadium. Um, I think it was a big game. I really don't. I, the last time Spurs did the double against Arsenal, I I, I don't even remember. I, I think it's been more than 20 years. I might be I might be more than wrong. But um, so that would be a big deal if you guys beat us. Um, so I, I, I think Arteta knows that uh, and will be will be um, looking to 
to change not not change but but we've been we're a different side than when when we played you guys before when, when we played you guys before we were on that awful run we had no creativity um there's tons of crosses um i hope to play cedric over bellerin that would really help uh and it'll be interesting who, who he starts i mean he's clearly the second will willian did put one stat on on the sheet uh, arteta now feels like he 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 can he can justify putting willian on the on the starting 11 so I guess William will be playing, um, which I kind of find frustrating. But I, I, he look, he's like, like still. I think he has like six assists, which is like I, I looked at the assist chart. That's still like, like he's like tied for like seventh in the league. Like that's how little, uh, or just, just like what the Premier League assist table is looking like. Point being, um, he'll play William. Uh, and, and I think, I think he'll go for it. Um, I think he, uh, hopefully if Tierney plays, that'd be a big plus. Uh, and I, I just think we didn't, we didn't look super threatening when we played you guys. So I'm just hoping we have some more attacking power, but our defense like yours is like one day they're incredible. The next day they're awful. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see who plays. I, I think, uh, we've been playing Pablo Mari a lot recently, um, in the Prem, uh, over Gabriel, which is interesting. Uh, and he still just loves to have Louise. So I'm sure Louise will be in there somehow. Um, and then again, if it's like, if, if Jaka plays well, then we might win. And if he gives the ball away, we'll lose by four. So it's just kind of, uh, uh, you know, big ifs, but, um, yeah, should we do a, a quick, uh, combined? I feel like we should, I feel like we should Chris, you down for a little combined exile action. Chris, you, you start, of course, of course. You start with who you think is in goal. Yeah. In goal? Okay, well, I think we both can agree on who's in goal. Uh, his name is Hugo <laughs> Lloris. Hugo Lloris, man. Come on. He's uh, How many not weeks ago the... where you were saying Lloris cannot save a single thing? Hey, man. Listen, bro. <laughs> Lloris has always had the had the twitch instincts and, and the quick reflexes. It's his, his problem is slight lapses in concentration, but Turner, like, to give Larry some credit, I think those lapses come as a result of him not really trusting the defense that's in front of him. Um, I feel like in times when he does make mistakes, it's because he's quick to run out and try to, like, overcompensate for somebody who's kind of messed up in the back line. Um, Turner, I, I'm definitely not campaigning saying he goes the best keeper keeper in the world, but you know, in terms of this combined 11, I, I think he's in here, man. I haven't heard too much. Usually when we hear about goalkeepers, it's Leno. Leno's the best keeper in the world. Dick Weising not in the Germany team. All, all this smoke. I haven't heard that this season. So I'm guessing Leno's having a having a decent uh, eh, type season. Uh, but how's Leno looking, Turner? I mean, I, I, it's hard not to go Leno. Just because of Larissa's mistakes that uh, we, we've seen or just not being able to save. Uh, I mean, I, I remember those those uh, those lapses in concentration. Leno's is, is with his feet, which aren't great. He, he makes some poor decisions. Nothing too ridiculous, but just things that you might want him to kick the ball away. I'll. I think it. I I, I want to make it tighter, but uh, I think I'm gonna. I'll, I'll give you Larissa so that you give me some leeway with some of these X's because I know you you don't give a lot of leeway. Uh, mm. Yeah, I'll I'll give you some leeway with Saliba Turner. We'll put Saliba in this, <laughs> in this combined 11. That's not Saliba. I'll give you at center back, bro. You can start over Dyer. Oh, my. If oh. gets canceled or gets, gets deleted, I think we're uh, – I can see him starting. Uh, oh, my. <laughs> I knew. I mean, I, I was worried I was going to have to uh, cast a tiebreaker vote but there, but I'll, I'll remain silent on that. I'm sure I'll be called into action later because I think we're, we might have some controversy higher up the pitch. But 
I think we should start right side. You know, for this team, I think we should uh, – I'm envisioning – let's go 4-2-3-1. I mean, a 4-3-3 works too. I think both teams have been playing that recently, so four at the back. Um, which And we'll consider, like, a player like Tierney a left back rather than a left-sided center back, I think. No, he's been playing left back very recently. We've no, I know. Left, so that works. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but let's start on the right. Uh, I know. Like, I think this is like, I think one of the, like the, maybe one of the more difficult ones, but maybe it might be easy for you. Uh, Turner, I'll, I'll let you start on this one. Who would your pick be for right back? You know, I think the options are Aurier, uh, you know, Bellerin, Cedric. Cedric. If you, is, we put, someone put up a poll, uh, Cedric or Bellerin, it was 97% Cedric, which is pretty unreal, uh, that the fan base, well, again, a portion of the fan base, uh, goes that way i don't know bellerin just he just can't play defense um but i i just haven't heard of anything about sergio this season i know you hate doherty uh chris so uh i mean i am sure you'll give it to serge but uh what is i i haven't he's been irrelevant not that cedric's necessarily been yeah but um i just i know that I know with Aurier, man, he spent some time a little knocked up this season. He's had a couple little small minor injuries. I saw a little funny meme, not a meme, but a stat that should be a meme. Um, We all know how I feel about Matt Doherty and what he's done so far for Spurs this season. I read somewhere he has more assists than tyranny. Is that like, has tyranny been hurt like that? Or is my man Doherty just like... Are we counting the League Cup as a six? I didn't. I didn't hey, I, hey, hey, I just, just, just what I saw. <laughs> but, uh, dude, man, I hate Mac Doherty. Like, really don't like him at all, bro. Aurier, he, he's been playing better, but I'm not fooled, man. I'm not fooled. He still got those mistakes in him. But like Turner, we're talking about Cedric. Is that is that who we're arguing? Yeah, over I was right about now? to say Cedric. Really, Cedric and Aurier. If, if, if you were to ask any, this is, we're talking to someone who's watched every single Arsenal game, so I'm not going to give it to Bellerin, right? Uh, which maybe you guys, not maybe you. I don't think you anyone would give Bellerin over Aurier, or I, I, I don't know. Maybe you would, but Charles. Cedric. So you got Aurier and Cedric, bro. You tell me I mean, he's going right back. I feel like I've got to go with Aurier on this one. Like, you know, I know Thank he's like my you. You, would you, you wouldn't have given Bellerin over Aurier. Uh, yeah, probably not. But I don't think Cedric's played enough. Like, what? He's like, had he's seven played, starts played, this played, season? No, but he's played – it's it's more his connection with Pepe or whoever plays right wing. Bellerin doesn't understand the overlapping runs. Mm. And and just it's, – it's a unanimous decision that Cedric is, is – the more ideal right back just because of how bad Bellerin's been playing. But oh, yeah. I, and that uh, having not watched I'm break the tie. Who's done that. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna break the tie here and um you know go with Aurier at right back. I mean as I think this is probably a weak weak weakest position in the team, possibly uh-huh. the right side of the pitch. Um two center backs. Uh, I know Turner is gonna have very strong opinions. I actually think Chris might have strong opinions in the same direction. Uh but Chris I know Eric Dyer might not <laughs> make it into this, but do you think there's a case for, you know, Davis and Sanchez, uh, you know, Toby Alderville, then center back? Like, what are you thinking? Yeah. Um, I'll give Turner. Gabrielle, we could just nip it in the butt. Gabrielle's in there. So there yeah. you go, Turner. Yeah. All Agreed. right. She's up. Gabrielle's in there. And other center backs, we got to go Sanchez. I, I don't. We're not putting Louise in there. Over We're t- not. Over Toby. Over- yeah. Bro, that's what I, was I would say. say- 
Bro, I would say Toby, but Toby hasn't been playing like that this year. And I'm going to go off sheer. Bro, sometime, Bro, if you put Toby's head in Sanchez, we don't need to buy another defender, bro. Like, Sanchez's is head's on the ground. He's he's lazy. I thought that Oh, my Lord, Turner. You don't know how much I was. God damn, bro. Gudenwan has this man all twisted up, looking, <laughs> praying on the floor, bro. I was like, ain't that something? Um, that shit was embarrassing. Yeah. That shit was embarrassing. But, yeah, man, I just think, like, with Sanchez, all the attributes in the world, the strength, the pace, the body, the jumping, like, the man has got it. Um, We just got to turn him. Bro, if he was with, like, again, you know, I said it before, if he was alongside a, a Van Dyke or a Veron or somebody who like knew what the hell they were doing, like like that that's a pretty a pretty scary combo. But yeah, I'd say Sanchez, man. Toby, Toby's a more solid defender, but just off of attributes, you know, strength, running, all, all the above. I'm gonna go Sanchez. Mm. Mm. I'll, I'll keep this quick. I think Gabriel definitely makes it. I think. If you re- if I was really biased and didn't want to have an argument, I'd maybe even argue because I, I remember Chris sh- shitting on Sanchez very recently, uh, not 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 super super recently, but not not giving him all the hype. Maybe I'd even say two Arsenal center backs with Pablo Mari, who's been playing really well recently, but I won't because I know that'll go crazy. So two Arsenal center backs. I know, I know, I know. Well, in terms of re- current form, possibly, but Toby, I think because of um, just. His, his legacy as a, as a defender in the Premier League. Has so you're going Toby. You're going Toby. Toby and Gabriel is my two. Um, but yeah, okay. I think I, you know I think Gabriel is a unanimous shout. And you know if I think we're going, um, you know maybe a little uh, for a, an experience slash inexperienced combo, a little Toby to calm down the nerves. Uh, I think that I think that could really work. But you know I do see I do see what you're saying about. Uh, the head and the body being combined into a great defender, Chris. But, you know, I think I'm going to go with the head on this one. Um, we, we can't have – Oh, wow. The two, the two non-Sparsies going Toby, huh? All right, all right. Mm. I see. Look, I'm a big Toby fan. I think Toby is a hilarious I, – I love, I love some Toby in my life. Left back, you know, this – this is an area it ain't even close is what it is there's actually no debate that regulon gets over tierney i I, i've given you the whole i've given you the larif and aurier i'm not giving up this one we're talking aurier versus (laughs) this is this is different gravy we're talking about here turner regulon come on now bro Come on now. We're talking about Real Madrid right there, bro. Our win percentage. That, that's like Real Madrid. We literally, whenever we lose, most of our losses were when Tierney was out with small little injuries or uh, wasn't fit. It's Tierney's literally. Are we talking about the same Tierney that don't got more assists than that sorry ass Doherty? You're, Come you're, on, you're, you're bro. There's no way. Out Dude, the Audi Cup does not account for, uh, for assists. Summer leagues are not, are not, uh, stat, you can't, you can't, uh, stat boost off of summer league uh, tournaments, dude. Not like that. That's irrelevant. And and if anything, the the defensive side of Tierney's game is also as uh, apparent. His goal against Benfica. I mean, the dude has been all over the place. You cannot dismiss Tierney. If if anything, you could maybe do a 50-50 tie, and your Spurs bias would give it to Regulon. But Regulon also was out for. I haven't seen him play. I had him on fantasy. I, he wasn't playing. Yeah. 
for what two or three months at least at least a month i might be homie's been out for a little minute he's been out for a little minute and i think chaz can definitely attest to tierney's uh necessity to be in our our starting lineup i i think as as regular i'm not saying he's a bad player but i i think it's a close battle and and maybe my bias sways me towards tierney but i think he's a better player i would take tierney 100 percent turner turner Uh, key Turner Keen Thompson over here, bro, doing up the Roy Keen business. Regulon's an average. Remember this, Turner. When Regulon puts three in versus Arsenal, I'm giving Regulon two assists versus Arsenal, bro. And when he and when he bags us two assists, bro, you'll be like, I need bro. I need Jazz in this because if, if I am I really that deluded? Uh, like Chris also hasn't given Tierney any credit in this entire thing. I, I've given Regulon credit. I think he's a good player. I think he's a really good player. And if close to Tierney's ability, I think if if not. Almost the same, but uh, there's no way that yeah, anyway. Oh, uh, uh, like oh, uh, this one's so difficult. This this one I think is the real tester. So I actually knew this was going to happen, and I I actually you know decided to go into a little you know statistical analysis, try to find something that separates them. You know, and you know some of it was actually sort of defi- revealing, like that. Region has better defensive stats in almost any category than Tierney, but I do think the importance to progressing the game that Tierney brings. I think you know ball playing in the left side of the center back, but uh, uh, you know I, I think With my, I think my heart. We have no one. Like we have no. We don't have a left back. Like he he's yeah, so essential. Is that an argument? Is that an argument for Tierney or an argument against Arsenal? Like <laughs> it could be both. I, I don't care if it's against Arsenal because it's still for Tierney. <laughs> How about okay, Pencil and Tierney, but Reggion definitely coming in 60th minute removing Tierney to center back. Toby's gonna go out tired. I'm saying also because of giving uh the right back and goalkeeper without really too much uh, Oh, okay, okay. If we've got Aurier on the right, I think we should go Tierney on the left. I, I, here we go. I can see oh. that. Oh, you guys are out here against me, man. You guys are out here plotting against me, bro. Well, you can leave hey, a regular on out the 11, bro. Hey, Chris, Chris, we all know that the next six positions are going to lean in a very particular direction. So, No, because oh, this man's going to put Sokka. This man's going to put Sokka, <laughs> like, number one player in the universe, oh, bro. Right. Like, Let's start getting there before we start saying what we're going to say. Uh, so let's, let's do two DMs, a cam, yeah. Uh, left, left wing, right wing striker. Yeah. Two D. Okay. Two DMs. I don't even know. We got this. Is some Arsenal bias. This is pretty obvious. It has to be oh, Pardew no, no. and Hoiberg. Yeah, it? yeah. I think this is like a very clean shout. I, I think Hoiberg is, I you know, a huge improvement on the position for uh, oh, Spurs this year, and has been a fantastic player. I think like his progressive passing, but also his you know breakup play, truly good. The party one's interesting. You know. Can we say that he's played enough? Is yeah. you think he's played enough to make it to the team? Old Royce compared to what we had before. I mean, think about what what like and and the Liverpool game, uh, the the Man U game. He's he's. I, I agree. I understand that concern. Um, but I mean, come on. Think about it, Chaz. If if any of us were starting, uh, the idea that Party wouldn't get into Spurs midfield at the moment is ridiculous. I, I love when we play one CDM, bro. When we're playing one CDM, homie ain't getting in that team, bro. So, Chris, you're you're saying it's Endombele and and Hoybier, Those are your two DMs, bro. Well, Endom. Nah. Hey, I love the that dude. Would be saucy. Wow. 
That would be wait, saucy, wait, wait. Turner. You're giving me some ideas no, now. Team. That, why are you saying would be? That's your team. That's that's what it is. It shouldn't nah, because homie doesn't play. Homie, homie doesn't play both of them sitting. He'll play like in Dumbele at Cam, then he'll play as a Soko. He'll play as a Soko and a yeah, he'll play as a Soko and a Hoiberg or a Wings. A Wingsy. Yeah, if we're not considering Ndombele a DM, which I, I, I thought the debate for Ndombele was going to come a little later. I, I, if we're not, if is not in the conversation, I do think it's probably Party and Hoiberg. You do think? Come on. That is oh, embarrassing to compare okay. Party to Sissoko. Oh, no, 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 no. Big up, big up Sissoko. Like that, that is, that, there is, I'm, I'm speaking to two Spurs fans at the moment. Like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Turner. Shit, I'll let you have party in there, bro. All right, I'll let so, you have party in there. I that's that was chill. obvious. Party, 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 party. I'll skip in there, bro. That's cool with me. We want to do TDMs. Party, parties in there. Right. That works. So let's take the cam. Who, who you saying? You saying Endombabu? Ooh, there's a few people I could play, Turner, and maybe I want Gareth Bale sit behind in that ten, bro. Like. Come on now, you know what time it is. Seems like uh, someone's scared that Saka's gonna take the right wind spot, right wing spot. So you won't bail. Give it to Lucas. Game. Give it to hat trick hero, <laughs> Champions League hat trick hero Lucas, bro. No, 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 no. Bail Bale definitely we're considering on the wing. And we're not we're not putting him in by. <laughs> yeah, I think the on. argument here is uh Endumbele or Odegaard. Or- Emil Smith Rowe, I don't think is good enough. Or Lacelso, I think are the four. Lacelso, I, I, it would be, if Lacelso wasn't hurt, there would be no Arsenal midfielders like in this, bro. Like, not, no questions, no questions asked. Lacelso's had a nagging injury that's kept him out almost majority of the season now. So that's the only reason I'm not putting in my, my Argentine. Let's not get it twisted now. Like, I, I, Lacelso would be in the 11. I think that. Just based on, it's got to be in Dumbele, man. Like, we're talking about one of the sauciest ballers in the print. Flix galore. He's shown the, the finishing ability a little bit more this season, too. I mean, that guy that guy is just an overall boss of the midfield. I mean, on FIFA, homie could run Cam through CDM, bro. He's a complete midfielder. I think they're, I think you got to go in Dumbele. Uh, I mean, I, I, I like, yeah, I agree. I, I, I think Ndombele's played a lot better than last season. I can definitely say that. A lot, lot better. Um, I would say it's hard because Odegaard, I don't I don't think I can make an argument for Odegaard just because he hasn't played enough and he, he, does, he doesn't have any, you know, like he's played well in the Premier League, but he hasn't, you know, he doesn't have any goals, doesn't have any assists, which is for stats, you just gotta, you gotta have at least some. I would say Smith Rowe would be really actually the one I'd, I'd possibly just throw in just because of how how good of a season and impact he made second half of the season, but because um he's not Smith Rowe and Indomelle. I'm kidding. just hold up, Chris. Uh because he 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 isn't getting a start over Odegaard at the moment. It feels like I can't put a bench player over um Indomelle. But um so I'll give it to I'll give it I'll give it to Tang guy. Uh, and and we can progress. But but hey. Odegaard and uh Smith Rowe. Uh, yeah, I, I think I agree. I think, you know, maybe Odegaard in the future has a higher peak potentially, but I think he just hasn't played enough, hasn't impacted enough. All right. Three. Girl, how old is Odegaard? How old is Odegaard? Because Indombele is like only 22. what? 22. 
okay, Inram Belly is only like 23 tops, like tops, tops, only 23. So like, bro, Inram Belly is a young Donnie too. Like, 24. let's not get it. Like, oh, no, I know. Ooh, but and and Belly's twenty four, bro. I, bro, I don't know, man. I'm just on some shit where it's like, and Belly's different, bro. He's like, a, he's a, he's a different baller, bro. He's complete. I, I just don't think like, he was a can. Knock on Smith Row or Odegaard. Is my man froze? I guess nah, my man's froze. You were like, you oh, I was you, out. You, you just oh. cut out for a little bit. Oh, my bad, my bad. I was saying, uh, yeah, my bad. I was saying, fucking continue, continue with what you guys were on. No, you uh, you're good. Go ahead, go ahead, Chess. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think Ndombele, you know, but I do think Ndombele probably gets in there. But three attackers to wrap up the episode. Probably not a debate about two of them. You know, I do think that. Harry Kane is undoubtedly in there. And I think it's a hard argument to say Sun also isn't in there. The third... I think two are automatically in there. Yeah. Crit, Turner, any objections to that? I mean, if Aubameyang... Uh, all I'll say, you no. Know, I'm not having any objections. See, this is where Chris and I differ. We're like, I give I give Spurs the credit. He, I don't think he's did <laughs> personal compliment in five years, which is fine. Uh but, uh, hey man, I said Gabrielle was in there. No questions <laughs> asked, bro. Come on now. Oh my God, you compared party to Winks. That was the end of the debate. Uh, hey, but, come on now. I never, never, bro. Winks, all right, all right, never, all right. bro. But my, my point being, Aubameyang hasn't had a season that uh, that that anyone's expecting to have. All I'll just put out there, he's he has nine goals. Son has thirteen, I believe. Someone can check me on that. Not not too far. I think people are acting like Aubameyang is having the like is is has like two goals. Not not good enough. He needs to have more. He's not in that those team. I don't understand any way how you could argue Saka doesn't make the right wing spot. I understand Bale has been golfing a little bit and uh, has a few goals to his name in the past few games. He's looked really good on form. Literally in the past two weeks, you'd maybe give it to Bale. But considering there was I, there wasn't even a shout for me for the other two positions, there's no way you're going to take away our best player this season. Uh, from being in the starting lineup and me not really contesting the end on belly claim. That's all I'll say. All right, Turner. Um, I'll say two things. First of all, there is no fucking like question about Indombele, bro. He's getting in there over fucking Smith Rowe. Like, come on now. Indombele, we're talking I, I, about like I, a $60 million man. Move on to the attackers. That was my point. On, on the attackers, bro. Turner, you know... Bro, I think, like, dude, honestly, mm, I think Lucas, like, I'll give you Sokka because Sokka's been, like, he's di- he's been different, bro. But all I'm saying is, is, like, with that Lucas shout, it's just, like, uh, Lucas has been on. He's not doing the same. He's not – he has a different role on this team, but he's been balling, bro. Like, that man's on switching between, like, Cam, right wing, like, nasty pressing. Like, he, he's he's been doing his shit. So all I'm saying is don't sleep on on Lucas. But Are you hearing this, Chaz? Are you hearing this? Hey, hey Saka. I, I, I'm sorry. I, 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 I might have to check my hearing. I, I cannot believe 
thank God you've somehow settled on Saka, but the fact that it's not even Bale the one you're talking about in terms of recent performances. With our player of the season, I, that is, I don't know. I just, hear me out with the, with the Lakers Saka, show. The young kid, come on. I can't believe Hey, I'll say on the record, on the podcast, bruh, I did want Saka to go to Spurs. Like, you know, I would take Saka on my team. Let's not get it twisted. All I'm saying is with the Bale Lucas business, like Bale's been hot. Come on, that left foot's looking magical. We're on the same page. But also, Bale hadn't played until what, like a month ago? Like that dude is barely, you know, he's getting in the mix now. But, you know, Lucas has been a consistent part of the team throughout the entirety of the season, too, man. Bale's kind of been doing up bench for a while and then has kind of had a nice little run of form. I'll give you Sokka, man. I'll give you Sokka, man. I'll give you soccer. Right. I'll leave it at that. Well, just to recap our team, we've got Saka at right wing, Kane in the middle, Sun down the left, a midfield of Ndombele, Hoiberg, and Party, right back Serge Aurier, two center backs, Gabriel, Toby Alderweireld, left back Kieran Tierney, and in goal, Hugo Lloris. What a combined XI. I'm sure they will definitely shit house a few wins, get a few goals in there. Probably you know, <laughs> good title challenge. But, you know, I think, sadly, that's all we got time for tonight. Uh, but, as always, any last, uh, any last thoughts before we head into the North London Derby? Chris, you can go first. I'm looking forward to it, man. Obviously, North London Derby form and everything kind of goes out the window. They could show up and do a, do a Lord knows what, a Bamiyang, and go up and pack three goals. And then it's like, we're like, a Bamiyang's the, the player of the year and this and that. All I'll say is, man, I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking for Spurs to get a significant win and uh, and to catapult us into this top four run. That that's what I'm hoping. That's best case scenario for me. Let's just get a quick pre- prediction too, Chris. What's your predict- score prediction? I want to hear your prediction first, Turner. All right, that's I'll, what I want to hear. Like, uh, I agree. It can, anything can happen, and that's the reason Arsenal have a chance because we've had an awful season. But I'm thinking. Uh, you know what? If I don't go confident, then what's the point of this this whole podcast? Yeah, let's hear. I'll, let's uh, hear this. Let's I'll, hear the screamer. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'm gonna go a goal fest for some reason. I'm gonna go three two, <laughs> three two Arsenal. Uh, I'd I'd cry if we lost three two to Arsenal, bro. But you know, mm. for me, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a two one. I'm gonna go a two one Turner. I see us getting one at halftime. Conceding one, me being all nervous as fuck, and then Son or Kane back. Nah, Son, Kane or Bale bagging, bagging that final one for the dub. Jazz mm. prediction before we go. Uh, yeah, Mr. Herberts, let's hear it. Two one. Ooh, two one, two one Tottenham. Two one Tottenham's my vote. Hey, I- you heard it here. You heard it here. All right, guys. Thank I'm you. A Chelsea so fan too. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. As always, we'll see you next time. Turner, Chris, pleasure as always. We'll be watching and texting this game. Follow us on Twitter, Heads in the Game, headsinthegame.com. Uh, we'll see you guys next time and have a good one.